You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up Podcast Quarantine Edition. We got it for you daily uh, during this weird time in our lives. Uh, welcome to the show. If you're just joining us, I want to get new listeners on board because like, what's a better time to start a new podcast than right now? So welcome to the show. If you've never been here, I'm joined uh, by one of my best friends or a family member or some, and sometimes I do them solo. I mean, this podcast can be whatever the hell I want it to be. And that's kind of the joy of it. And Comedy Central and Sirius give me that opportunity. Um, But I'm so grateful to even have a podcast right now because it's such a weird time and I'm glad to be making things and uh feel like I'm reaching out I've been I have a I have so much to talk about today on this quick podcast it's going to be shorter just because I don't want to like bombard you with hour-long podcasts every day but um today on the show I'm joined by one of my best friends he opens for me on the road he is on my uh XM show which by the way Serious, you can get serious for three months for free right now, guys. They are trying to get you on board because they know you are bored. So get on board. See how you like it for three months. Set a little alarm to cancel it on the third month so that you don't get charged for the fourth. We all know how to do that. But give it a try. Listen to me. Listen to Howard Stern. He, I think he's starting up Monday, which is exciting. So now's the time to get on board with that if you want to do it. They didn't ask me to say that. I just noticed that there's a free trial going on. So you could listen to my show every day live. Uh, 10 to uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. You know the whole drill. Just fucking Google it if you need the details. Channel 95, all of that. So on the show, sorry, with uh, without further ado, because there's been a lot of ado. Oh, so much ado. Uh, it is uh, host of the podcast Puddles, which you should download now because get a new podcast in your life. It's Andrew Collin. Hey, now. Hey, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Uh, mice, a.k.a. Twelve Falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Twelve Falls is the best nickname that I, I'm so proud to have contributed to that. I mean, that feels like what, so long do you have ago any nick- already. Do you have any? I know. Dude, I don't even want to talk. I can't think about fun times of the past. <laughs> That's all we it have. It makes my heart hurt right now. <laughs> I mean, it's not all we have. They're gone. What we have is the present tense. Where are you presently, Andrew Collins? I'm on my bed sitting up because you yelled at me the other day saying that yeah, a, po- a podcaster should never lay down. Um, yeah. And um, I was backed up by my producer, Noah, who said we should be standing, which, no, I thought that was a little extreme. I'm going <laughs> to remain sitting with a, a good posture. But I know it's true. When How is it that when you answer the phone and you're laying down, People always know. How do they always know? Because whenever I do it, people go, are you getting up from a nap? And I'm like, you knew. It, you can hear it in your voice. So well, that's why I was so I think if you dr- if you it. drink coffee and you're laying down, I don't think people... No. It's when you wake... It's a physical thing, Andrew. I agree. I agree. That's why singers don't you know, record their albums laying down on their stomach. Although Taylor Swift, I watched her documentary last night with my parents and... She can sing. She was recording one thing sitting down, and I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, look, it's not. It's not. You know. I'm glad you're sitting up in a yogi position right now. Yeah, you look like a yoga instructor to me. It, I couldn't be are you, any are you more uncomfortable, huh? Are you? Are you, yeah? I want you to be uncomfortable. That's why Letterman keeps his studio cold. <laughs> that's so people stay awake more. But I guess yeah. I know. I want you to stay awake. I know it's warm here. Alert. It's 70 degrees in Funny. New York. 
outside. Dude, that's so nice. Go outside later today if you haven't been out yet. I know. I go on my fire escape, which I've been calling my balcony. And uh, it's hilarious. It's a poor man's balcony. Uh, no, those videos are so funny. You got to keep them coming and you got to keep coming up with new ways to like make them fresh. I bet it's hard. I'll, I'll pitch you some ideas. I don't know. I think I'm dying out. Like the latest one was good, but it's not getting the kind. I just think the farther we get away from Italy singing on the balcony, the less it's not topical anymore. But uh, right. But it doesn't rely on that any longer. It relied on that in the beginning. And now it's just a man on his balcony losing his mind. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, like you've turned it into something else. You don't need the 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 it, it, Italy context anymore. Well, you know, but it's, uh, you know what I think yeah. though. I think when it's like a joke that is very funny up top, then it dies. But right. around day forty eight, when my beard is down to my nipples, and I'm right. and I'm skinny and I'm gone, if you're still doing it. <laughs> And you're going to be able to, you could make a compilation of them and just like the deterioration of a, a comedian. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could, there might be something creative to do with all of them if you keep it up daily. That's what I'm trying to do is, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to start writing a book and I'm like, how do I do this? What do you even do? And I'm just like, oh, you know what, bitch, just start a diary. So that's what I'm doing. Every day I'm writing a diary. And it like a lot of times you don't even end up writing about what you did that day, but um, it's just good to write right now. And I'm, but I also keep seeing all of these things about like, if you're not using this time to be creative, it's okay. Whatever you're going through is okay. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't need to hear that shit. Cause I want to work my ass off so that when this happens again, I have a fucking plan in place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I am already planning for the next one of these and I want a career that is sustainable from home. Yeah, because I love working from home. I've I've actually built it into my life. Like today, I slept in, but I I usually sleep in on Fridays if I'm able to because it's like it's my day off. I generally can't because I have like meetings and stuff. But I let myself sleep in. I didn't beat myself up for it. I meditated even though I woke up at twelve. I stayed in bed and meditated for twenty minutes. I took a shower. I did some laundry, and then I did this podcast. And the whole meditation, I'm like you bitch you said you were gonna get up at eight this now you're gonna feel like a piece of shit all day and I'm like or you can just begin to work really hard right now and instead of stopping at five like you did yesterday you stop at eight and so that's what I'm gonna do and that's my plan for today I need to like it's getting me on a schedule and a routine I can actually make this work I think how do you feel being at home alone um I I get that I've never been a schedule person or routine person right so I'm kind of I've been kind of preparing for this my whole life uh <laughs> you know just like i don't mind like wasting a day or a half a day so much i think there will come a time where like i do like i put on i take a shower i put on clothes that i'd wear if i left the house um i read that somewhere and i do think it helps like for the first week i oh, was that's like that's a great way to describe it wear clothes that you wouldn't be embarrassed if you left the house yeah because you know, for the first week, I just put on sweat. I was like, ooh, sweatpants at home, you know? And yeah. it's just like... No, it's a quick descent into... Also, I wouldn't... Just no pants. I wouldn't... I think eventually... I don't know. I mean, this is only going to get worse, but try to, like, think about, like, what would I do if I was at home and there wasn't a killer virus out there to please myself? Like, I think we're so caught up in the news and, like, watching it and 
and and it's oh no we should all you're so right we should all be doing like things that are really soothing to us because we all feel like pieces of shit because all we're doing is staying at home and you feel lazy and you feel like you don't deserve things like i tweeted the other day i'm about to take a nap that i don't deserve yeah and but you do deserve a lot of people are like and I do deserve it because guess what? This is really stressful. And whether or not you're moving and you're working, the stress that this worry is putting on your body deserves nurturing and deserves like you have to extra special take care of yourself right now. Take a bath. Who knows how long we'll have hot water. <laughs> Enjoy life while you can in this way. Because like I was saying before, we I mean, I don't mean to get trippy, but it's like you only have the present moment. So make it as good as you it you can. Don't punish yourself because we're already being punished by ma- being made to stay at home, even though it can seem like it doesn't feel like a punishment. I mean, a lot of you I know are like, oh, no, this is a fucking punishment. Well, I, th- um, I think with certain jobs. Shout out to parents. I think with certain jobs and like depending how successful you are before this, like it's a big fall off for some people in regards to like, you know, they'll go to the office. They're making maybe a million bucks a day and then boom. Yeah. Like, but you know, other than this past year where it's been going pretty good for me due to you pretty much. But for the last eight years, <sighs> I was a dog walker. Sorry, I'm bending down to pick up a cord. I wasn't going, Oh, yeah. I wasn't coming no, from the yeah, idea yeah. of me <laughs> financially <laughs> Supporting yeah. you. <laughs> Although, yeah. listen, I'll put it in my spank bank for later on. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I've never used the word spank bank. That's disgusting. <laughs> Although we got we got to talk about like uh, like we we got a lot of topics to get to. But what were you saying no, about? Just essentially, um, I I agree with you. Like it's, it, if it, your it, if your whole life was making money, now you people are f- losing their minds because they're just addicted to work. Yeah, and they're it's really leveling everyone. Like. It's making it, it's like become like, yeah, money don't matter right now. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, your comfort level obviously doesn't. Sorry, I didn't mean to say money didn't matter. Of course it does. People are still having to work in conditions that are make them vulnerable to catching this fucking thing. I mean, there's but it, it is leveling. There's something leveling about all of this. And I don't understand why exactly. Well, I, th- but I think I think it's because we're all in the same boat. I think what happens is, is. When someone is successful and they're making a lot of money, they think they're impervious to uh, things falling apart as quickly as they did. Yes. And yes. they're starting to realize it's kind of like when you realize after you have like a heart attack or something and you're like, oh, I'm mortal. I'm not Superman. It's like when my dad got cancer when he was like 60, he like changed a lot because he's like, oh, no matter right. how hard I work, how much money I own or how much money I have. I can't. I can't, I can't, I will die. And then it's like with this, it's like, oh, I can go broke tomorrow. So it's just like, it's fucking nuts to people. Like they can't, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, there was always a safety net if you were rich enough and it turns out, um, might not be, I mean, I, I'm freaking about stuff. I'm freaking out about stuff too. Like I have people on a payroll, including you that I'm like, okay, what, how do I generate work for these people I just had a show that went on hiatus that you were a a staff member of who I feel like man they were guaranteeing on that amount of money should I finish should I finish it up for like should I pay them you can't that's too much but then I'm like oh I you know you can't um because shit happens but what I can do is find work for people and create new things and find a way to generate revenue so that I can give people jobs I feel like that 
is something I want to do right now. As I mean, I'm just trying to, uh, I want to sell a book because I got a fucking book in me. I got time to write it and I'm going to take that chunk of change, feel real good about it and then invest in something, make something myself. Hopefully it takes off and then I own it and then I can employ my friends and then I can figure, I don't know. I'm just coming up with so many ideas right now. They create, I'm not even thinking about stand up. Are you? No, no. I put up a stand up clip uh, today. It just felt good to like know that, oh, I still did this. Yeah. And it's it's resonating a lot with people, which feels good. I do. Uh, I'm not thinking about like stand up bits at all. Like I'm not thinking about writing no, stand up. No, no, no. The only thing I do, I do miss I, crowds. I, I'm really st- what was that? I miss crowds. I miss the freedom of just like, I don't know. I miss meet and greets where you don't have to worry about someone. You know what I mean? Just like little things. Like, I don't know. We were on a fucking tour. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, do, you know, I did it for so long like that, that it just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I am missing performing, but it just seems so like something that no one, I don't even want to, actually, I don't want to do it right now. The last two nights I performed was last Thursday was the last time I performed. And I even said when I was on stage, I was like, so this is, isn't it weird that this is the last thing you'll do in a crowd, everyone. And everyone kind of like giggled nervously because they didn't really believe it. And I'm like, this is my last set. Like I said it, I said it two nights in a row, so I ended up being right the second time. But I was like, this is my last set for a very long time. Let me, like, make this count. But it was just, like, not the vibe. I I can't be on stage. I was writing about this yesterday. I can't be on stage and not talk about how I'm feeling or do jokes that get the feelings out that I'm feeling that day. Mm -hmm. Like, it might not be... I, if I'm feeling scared, I want to do jokes about being scared, but all my jokes about being scared are, were about the end of the world, which no one wanted to hear about. And so for me to like complain about a guy not calling me back when I'm scared of fucking coronavirus, which is why I love the Norm Macdonald clip so goddamn much, where he's doing a, a, a he has a, two clips of talking about coronavirus, but he's on stage and he's like, it's amazing. Everyone needs to go watch it. Must see TV. Uh, He's taught, and I know you're like, I don't want to watch anything about Corona. Yes, you do. Norm is so funny. And he goes, Well, I guess it's nice to know how we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, He goes, I'm doing, I'm going to do the rest of this set, but just know that I'm talking, I'm thinking about Corona, uh, the coronavirus. I'm not thinking about anything else. And I was like, That's so, that's how I felt the last night too. Was like, I can't, I'm doing material, but that's all, I'm not thinking about th- like, Well, this, I think what's, what I'm talking about What's, and it feels inauthentic I think for a long time um, you were thinking or we would talk about it sometimes about you taking a break or just needing a break not taking a break but needing a break yeah and this I manifested this this <laughs> this allows you it's so insane. this gives you a scapegoat this gives you an excuse not ex- but you know what I mean to, to slow down for a second even and yes. and and not focus on having if you asked us a month or whatever, four months ago, if uh, you could take a break from stand up, you would say hell no. Like before Corona. And I could probably. Oh, yeah. And I would probably be able to like other than the financial aspects. But I could probably be like, eh, you know, I'd be fine for. No. Can you t- can I tell you why I'm totally OK with it right now? And this is completely honest. You have your period it's because. Um, <laughs> no, I, it's, it's, it's coming, though, any day now. Uh, thank you for asking. 
Um, it should be at least. God damn it. I think I might be a little late and I definitely am not pregnant. It's just like probably stress. But um, I uh, wait, what was I just why you were able to say? quit or why you're stuck? Yes. Yet. Why I was able. Uh, I'm OK with it because no one else can do it either. Yes. And I'm not in competition with anyone else. And so as the problem with me taking stand off time off stand up in the past I can only do it around the holidays because people aren't really doing stand up during the holidays. Everyone kind of agrees we're all going to take off. But if there are other people getting good while I'm choosing to not, I can't take it because the I know that the only reason I'm good is because I've done it a ton. And if I stop doing it a ton, will I be good? And it's not the only reason. There are many factors, but I would say 60% of why I'm great at stand up is because I do it compulsively. Okay. I practice. I practice so much. So if I'm, if other people are practicing and I'm not, I've treated it like a, uh, like I'm an athlete. Like I want, but I suffer burnout a lot, which I'm sure athletes do. Like where you just like injure yourself, and then I start, I start hating it and resenting it. But I really do. I hate taking off because my competition gets to, to gets to keep doing it. But right now, everybody is frozen. We're all gonna be shitty when we come back, and it's gonna be <laughs> hilarious. I don't. I I think you're gonna learn that. I'm going to be sharper than anyone because I'm broadcasting yes. every day. But like, thank God I have this. I would literally make my parents watch me do stand up or like go on a monologue or something if I didn't have this. Yeah. This is so hilarious, you guys. So yesterday, Andrew sent me a picture of his nails that he posted on his Instagram. So you can go see it right now. And he sent it to me in text. And I responded, ew, because it made my stomach turn <laughs> because it was so gross. Like, truly, I don't get grossed out by things that often. I'm not. I'm a gross person, too. Like, but this just really made me want to barf. And then I felt bad that I said, ew. So then I said, I really want to attack those with a cuticle clipper because I did want to do that. Like, they just need a cuticle clipper. So then Andrew posts it on Instagram and writes this thing about how he hasn't bitten his nails because he's scared of the corona thing and like he's proud of not biting his nails. Meanwhile, no <laughs> one's thinking about his nails. His cuticles are so disgusting and disturbing that he, and he doesn't understand why people are <laughs> writing the vomit emoji and saying, can I read some of the comments? It made me laugh. I was crying so laughing hard. last night. I was too. I was laughing so hard at how much and my dad, I was reading my dad some of them and I was like Andrew thinks this is like funny and like an achievement he's like showing this off as an achievement and my dad was like why would he do that and I go can I, dad can you please comment what you just said he said something so funny that he wouldn't let me like he wouldn't comment it because he's like I don't want to make Andrew feel bad it was kind of sweet <laughs> um so this is what uh LaFonda who I love said I think you should start biting your cuticles because you bragged about uh not biting your nails Ashley McMichael said vulnerable, uh, yeah. vulnerable. She said she made fun of your, um, the way you say things. I loved that. Why'd you leave out the thumbs? Grace, Grace Batson. Great, great observation because he's ashamed of his thumbs and he left them out on purpose. Um, cause he has, uh, the thing where he has stump thumbs, <laughs> bro, Jack white. So tight said, bro, are those your fingers or your toes? Hilarious. Um, Let's see. If I had to choose between Jack R. Morris said, if I had to choose between getting the coronavirus and having those fingers, fire up the respirator, baby. <laughs> I mean, he just he wrote a tag um, for my joke. Some, it was great. 
you said looking on Amazon now. Did he yeah, write back no, to that? Just, that's all I wrote. But essentially, oh, so I put my nails. Oh, hold on, I'm not done. Be less vulnerable," said <laughs> Stacy of Dallas. That made me laugh so hard. Um, blocked and reported," said G-, G. Bluestone. Can you put a trigger warning on this? M. Loaic three. This is dot 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 the worst dot 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 Insta post I've ever seen," says K. Shay three. Jen Welch now said, let this pick be a warning to any girl thinking about letting you put her fingers in her business. Um, Jason Albert, 1970. My dad read this one aloud to everyone in the kitchen last night. Holy shit, dude. You're never going to get laid if you don't get a manicure. A pedicure. My dad was well, really read, tickled by that he one. He wrote pedicure, didn't he? Uh, one no, he guy said manicure. wrote pedicure and then goes manicure. Like he fucked it up. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I think. It just shows. I mean, they go on and on. It is delighting me how much people hate your cuticles, but you didn't know it was about your cuticles until later no. on in the evening Nikki, when I was like, Andrew, I this, I sent him a picture of what people were responding to. It wasn't his nails. I, I it was know the cuticles. It horrendous. I know it wasn't just the nails. I know, <laughs> I'm not dumb. I know that it was going to be triggering. Like, that's why I wrote this is my most vulnerable post. I knew, so I put my fingers in olive oil today, and uh, I have no fingers left because they are delicious. No, I'm kidding. I didn't eat them. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I think it. Wait, can we get a? Can we see your nails yeah, now? So can I see them? A little bit. Why don't you just cut those cuticles uh, off, know, bro? I don't want to play with that. Also, who cuts cuticles? They are. They hurt a little bit. She knows I'm a bitch. <laughs> what? They what? hurt. Like if I cut them, it will hurt. Yeah, when they already hurt a little bit. No, they're it's nah, dead dude. skin, Some of it's dude. Alive. That's why you cut them. <laughs> Ew. All right, thank you for joining me on the podcast today, Andrew. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Andrew, uh, you're still doing puddles. New episode yeah, out on Tuesday. On oh yeah, that's me. Okay, we're recording on. Okay, yes, you got to tell me when we're recording today. I forget. All right, uh, thank minutes. you for being here. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.